Welcome again to Pop Culture Petri Dish. I mean, oh, well, it's the podcast where we talk about science fiction and science fact and how they interplay culturally and uh, in our imaginations. Um, I'm one of your co-hosts. My name is Abe Apperson. And I am Christian Ramirez, your other co-host. Yes. So here we are. What are we talking about today? Today we are going to talk about monsters, specifically ones in sci-fi. So, and we wanted to kind of, we talked about this, we wanted to kind of do a biology experiment. Like, look at the, like, what is, what is the biology of these monsters? Mm. Some of our favorite ones. Yeah, some appear to be part reptile, some are maybe insects. And what does that mean? Yeah. So, yeah. What do you want to talk about first? I think, and I just thought of this now, I think we should probably start with the original sci-fi monster, uh, Frankenstein. That's that's one that we hadn't talked about before, but that's that's where it started. That's where our concepts of, and of course, Dr. Frankenstein is the one that is the monster, and humanity is the monster in that story. Mm. But but his monster is really the first kind of sci-fi concept that we get in i mean in literature obviously there's other stuff where if you want to argue that egyptians and stuff like that thought of things having uh animal heads and human bodies and stuff like that that could be sci-fi whatever but in our current culture we recognize mary shelley as being the one that invented i think it's funny because we didn't really understand a lot when it came to when she wrote this book. We didn't understand a lot about the the way that elect, the role that electricity plays in our brains and in our nervous system and everything. We understood that if you shocked people, it could make muscles trigger and stuff like that. But we didn't understand that literally our brain runs on electrical signals mm-hmm. at that time. So it's it's just amazing and kind of like that's that is what this podcast is about that's the interplay between science fiction blazing new trails and exploring new ideas and then science going oh okay that is a good idea let's catch up with that let's see how much validity that kind of has Mm -hmm. and i think it's really it's really funny that she would come upon a concept of just humans being basically machines that run off of electricity Mm -hmm like way way back when she actually conceived of it it's and it's really cool and frankenstein i mean i'm gonna call it frankenstein instead of frankenstein's monster because everybody knows what i'm talking about when i say frankenstein i i I call him by his uh his real name which is i frankenstein Uh, so aaron eckhart Eckhart, i comma is his first name mm. frankenstein is his last name so it's just i though the i is not name, an initial for anything no 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 no. it's just i comma that's that's his first name but isn't his name adam yeah i think yeah, yeah that that was yeah. that was the original name oh. what well, how fresh that take is <laughs> but yeah so i mean <clears throat> and of course people in the book the villagers react accordingly to what we know how we know how a lot of people monsters res- pitchforks yeah. and fire exactly yeah. and they respond to scientific discovery because that's really what it was with rage and anger and mm-hmm. of course we can see that a lot now <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 but he's kind of a cool monster he's a timeless monster he's a monster that because he's us 
it's it's something that's going to be an, an image a type of imagery that lasts forever yeah and that's how i interact with science now when i learn something i immediately get rageful uh, yeah like my 23 and me results yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't like this science um okay so um that's an interesting start i think it gets more interesting when we start to talk about less convergent evolution yeah. And more divergent evolution, meaning yeah. aliens. Yes. Uh, what's your favorite alien monster? My favorite alien monster has to be the xenomorph. That because that one is the one that scares me the most. Um, I think. Yeah. How and, does that blood work? Yeah. <laughs> the blood works. I think they must be a silicon silicon based life form instead of carbon based. Because I don't understand how else they would have acid, acid blood. blood. <laughs> Yeah. inside of them i don't know how acid corros what type of acid it is but it definitely is effective at burning through things yeah and uh, metal yeah like. <laughs> yeah and as predators know um it, it's just no good just don't you got that's with you its gotta blood. build a shield out of its skull mm -hmm. because otherwise the only thing that can protect you from xenomorph blood is a xenomorph outside mm -hmm. um now, questions aside about how you cut that open effectively and like hollowed out all the blood and like made it so that when he like grabs the, I think I'm referencing Alien, Alien versus, versus Predator. Predator. Yeah. Uh, he grabs the inside of that skull. Yeah. Dome skin. I think know. it must be because they have an exoskeleton, so they don't really bleed if you poke them on their exoskeleton, you right. can kind of separate their body parts and there's like sacks of organs and stuff like that. Highly effective organism. And as you know, yeah. now to reference like Prometheus, uh, it kind of has like a ender game style, like uh, trajectory because like, uh, so it starts as just the, like a mist yeah, and then it turns into face huggers mm -hmm. And also zombies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then it turns into xenomorph queens. So it's not right. even like ant rules. It's right. not just like there's one organism and sometimes you're a queen. Yeah. It's like it has to go through this life cycle. Yeah. Uh, of getting from very, very small to very, very scary. Mm -hmm. uh, and it that, that is an interesting notion to me, but biologically completely foreign right there's nothing like that on this planet right the closest thing i can think of is like the fun like funguses yeah that you know like because they like the one especially i'm thinking of is the one that like burrows into like ants mm -hmm. and like explodes out of ants yeah. and like makes them go crazy yeah so part of its life cycle is like it is controlling an ant mm -hmm. uh, but ultimately it's just a fungus right there's there are some animals like of course, bot flies bury their young inside humans yeah. or other other animals, other mammals. But there's there's one there is a bug, um, an insect called the tarantula hawk, which will paralyze. And it's it's very similar to the xenomorph in this way. It will paralyze its victim and then lay its eggs inside of it. And eventually, when the eggs hatch, they eat the tarantula, mm -hmm. and that's how. That's how it works. And so I guess that's probably the most similar thing that I can think of to how a xenomorph. Yeah, it's metal as fuck. <laughs> I mean, that's just a nightmare of truth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They only attack tarantulas. They're not going after people. Don't worry about them. 
Yeah, and but as far as we're aware, they are sentient. I mean, yeah. they act sentient. Yeah. But they don't like. There's no like xenomorphic culture. Right. Like societally, they're just a murder species. Right. Like the predators mm -hmm. have like a culture where it's like, yeah, there's a rite of passage when mm -hmm. you're a teenager, you go and murder a bunch of people, yeah. and if you survive, you're now a a full-blown predator. <laughs> I don't know what their situation is. But like with Xenomorph, it's just like, I just infect things. Yeah, and the way they, that... They operate more like a like a automaton. Right. The The way that it's presented to us with adding adding in stuff like Prometheus and um, Alien versus Predator into the mythology, it, they're supposed to be the ultimate like killing machine. And I don't think that they function off of a hive mind because they make sounds at each other and stuff like that. Yeah. It seems like they have verbal communication, at least in some way. They understand each other and then they know, like, save the queen. Right, exactly. But that's still, that can still be like automaton. automaton yeah. You know, like the ants have that, right? Right, exactly. So, so they, like, there's no great, like, xenomorph artist you know who's, who's like writing poetry and saying like the little version of me that's inside me that I, stab, that I stab people with what does he think you know like they're, they're, no one ask everyone asks why xenomorph no one asks how xenomorph you know uh, but yeah there and I mean I think just from a like me being a fan of the aliens franchise because i think that might be my favorite until i mean and we'll talk about this in a little bit until annihilation which just came out this year aliens is maybe my favorite sci-fi franchise because it's just the horror elements are perfect mm -hmm. the all the the geiger artwork the design of the actual xenomorph is terrifying it's all a metaphor for rape with all that and it's so it was and it hit me at a time when I was like, I, I think I was probably too young to watch it. When I first saw it, right. I was like 12 or 13 years old when sex was still a thing that's like weird and foreign and like, oh my God, <laughs> oh <laughs> now boy. aliens. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and now I have to watch aliens. Yeah. And so it, it I'm just glad you mentioned me. Annihilation because that might be my favorite. It depends on which movie I watched last. Right. Uh, Annihilation and the doppelganger guy, the shimmer and the whole thing there because it's also equally cryptic as my other favorite, which is the thing. Yeah. Um, they're both inexplicable in their like, why? Right. And that's, that's what's horrifying and haunting about both of those films and concepts is that there will be aliens that we don't even understand why mm -hmm. they are murdering us. Right. They may think that they're helping us out, you know, they may think they may not think at all. Uh, so in Annihilation, you have this doppelganger and this is spoilers for both of these movies. Uh, but, you know, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> go see Annihilation. If yeah, you haven't seen really it, good. go Alex see Garland it. Alex Garland is, he's, I mean, I, I thought Ex Machina was like, like find good. Yeah. And I think Annihilation is his tour de force. It's, um, it's really smart. Go see it now. Yeah. Pause uh, the podcast. Go and see it. <laughs> also, just because pe people of small beans will know, uh, the thing is in like my top five movies. Yeah. I'm I'm a big advocate of the thing. I may even be the thing. And uh, what I like about both of those organisms is that um, they are 
the the imitation aspect, the aspect that they they infect you in, like a xenomorph. They infect you, but they also change your DNA. Yeah. While they change their DNA, and that's specific to annihilation. With the thing, they just become you. But uh, it's just the idea of like things like secretly getting in like invasion is a uh, invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. Like it's this kind of, and it, and if you remember invasions of the body snatchers was kind of an allegory for uh, like the red scare. Yeah. Do the idea is like who of us is, could be communists. Yeah. You know, it's just like, because an idea is infectious as well as like an infection mm-hmm. or like a disease but you can't see it physically on right. their body. So they might secretly be a communist. <laughs> uh, and so the idea of a doppelganger, the idea of the thing being imitations um, means that I think it's a reflection of, first off, I think it's a reflection of our fear of the unknown yeah. regarding like what other type of organisms could occur and like destroy us that we aren't just even aren't even just like big strong hands or teeth yeah you know just like something that like sleepily kills you uh but biologically this idea about like because in both of those films there's this idea of like this mitosis that occurs between yeah. on like on the ce- cellular level where it's like it shares your dna now and there's that haunting moment in the lighthouse in Annihilation where it's like uh, she's being like absorb raped, mm-hmm. you know, where the doppelganger who has mimicked her for, you know, a f- like a minute and she tries to get away and slams Natalie Portman against the wall and puts its face against her face and she's screaming, but then she stops and she kind of just becomes resigned. And I think that's the part of that movie where like the absorption process is now taken hold. She is now a little bit of imitation and Natalie Portman. And this imitation is mostly imitation, but also Natalie Portman. Yeah. So they're kind of one mind, mm-hmm. which is kind of thing rules because like a, you cut off a hand of the thing and it still can run around and yeah. infect other things with it. Uh, that is the most psychologically terrifying version of a monster I yeah. can think of. And it also has its foundations in actual science. Right. Like with the tarantula hawk and, yeah. you know, just the idea of, uh, you know, you embed yourself in something and then you win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's also viral in its, yeah. at, you know, idea. It's the idea of like, a virus's goal is just to infect outright whatever it can. Yeah. And that's its propagation. Yeah. It's, it's like Toxoplasmosa gondii, which is the, it's a strain, it's a bacteria that's cats have inside of them that infects humans and makes them more likely to like be doting and caring for cats. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something that you carry with you. You have no idea that it's affecting you, mm-hmm. but it is altering your behavior oh, that's to its own benefit. That is terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to infect you with love. Yeah. Uh, And in Annihilation, it does, because she knows at the end that Oscar Isaac is not him, but she embraces him. Yeah. 
she still because she's also the pieces some of the shimmer came back with her yeah. as well so they're both there's a part of them that are the same mm-hmm. yeah that's uh i don't i don't like it <laughs> it, it scares me a lot it scares me a lot because just the idea of like a sci-fi concept where an organism takes you over yeah and you don't know that it's happening and your mind is altered mm-hmm. and is fine with it yeah is the true sense of the word like that really invades every part of us i much rather just you know like all right we're doing this zombies (laughs) you know (laughs) i'm wrapping some you know like phone books on my arm and i'm just going to town with you on a bat like that's easy yeah this is you have no control over even your own mind yeah your mind is being infected and that's where we draw the line Mm -hmm. or at least that's where it just becomes immediately more horrifying right yeah uh, but the so the psychology side is the biology of do you think the xenomorphs biology is the still the best biology of an alien is that the best that the human race has thought of i i think as far as no i think artistically it's to me it's the scariest and it's the best but i think scientifically annihilation wins because the shimmer is not it's not it doesn't have motivation mm-hmm. it doesn't have a purpose that is the other just self-reproduction yep reproduction which is exactly what Perfect. every biological yeah entity because wants the to movie do. is about self-destruction yes and so it's that just the depth of that concept because it, it's okay annihilation does something where that every good science fiction does when it takes a small concept, the concept of something that is causing mutation that just wants to reproduce, and then it goes, okay, what is that when we blow it up and put it out upon a bunch of other things? Mm-hmm. And that's why we get beautiful things like the flowers that are a bunch of different flowers attached to the same the stem structure. Yeah. yeah. And and like the deer that is that has the imitation of it that with flowers growing out of its out of its antlers and stuff like that and the the people the the bushes shaped like people that have human dna and the, structure and the shark alligator yeah and of course <laughs> the terror bear the terror bear <laughs> which is the most horrifying monster i think has ever been conceived in my opinion yeah it's i mean as far as pure sheer horrifying impact that it has that it had on me that's it has to be it's xenomorph in that and xenomorph is because i was 12 years old right and like and i'm an adult i'm 32 years old and the terror bear is just it's beyond like i don't know how which you imagine cra- that which is crazy though because it's not playing by any rule like there's one thing that does because it's not playing by any new rules. No. Predator can mimic speech. Yeah. But there's something even more haunting about knowing that, like, it, le- the bear legitimately, like, wants... It's not doing it for a purpose. No. Nope. It is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, when it kills that woman and steals its her speech, screaming, help me, because mm-hmm. it's in the throes of murder... Uh, it's like, it, it means that when, uh, the other woman is like, wait, did you guys hear 
she's alive. She's downstairs. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I, uh, we saw her body. That's not, that's not true. And she's got them tied up. So they're powerless. She's like, no, I think it's her. And they're like, don't do that. Don't go down there. That's something else. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's her. And then she goes down there and it gets her throat ripped out because it's a bear (laughs) also. Yeah. Uh, but it means it, the bear doesn't know what it's doing. No. It's just yelling. Mm-hmm. But the yell to us has this art, like, because we, it's speech pattern and it's absorbed some of that thing. Yeah. And now it's this amalgam. Uh, the fact that it has this artifact of we can be misled mm-hmm. as humans and our brains can be misled by just this thing of it's just this bear that just wants to live and eat and doesn't Mm want to kill us no it just saw food and it's just there and sniffing out you know stuff yeah and uh that's even more horrifying to me is Mm -hmm. the monster that doesn't even know it's a monster right and it's just you know trying to survive because that's a familiar monster because that's how nature works right? right Nature is just like, sometimes I just have to murder a bunch of fish because I'm a whale. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a movie that never breaks its own rules. It is so devoted to the, just the, the the ideas that it establishes with mutation Mm -hmm. and, and just reproduction and biology and stuff like that. It, it never, it never defies its own set of principles and that's and it's amazing for that just by that achievement by itself it makes it something a sci-fi movie that i think everybody should see if you like hard science if you like science in movies and you like science fiction specifically watch this movie because because it doesn't it it i don't know it's it's hard to explain why how good it is without you seeing it yeah, I mean, there's because there's like visual postcards, right? Of exactly. Like, like I can't describe it to you. Thematic things are explained just in take a still image of the frame and you go, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's a meditation on duplication or duality mm-hmm. um, because of how they shot it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, another movie I want to mention, which is like a real sleeper, because it didn't do that well and not a lot of people remember it but do you remember like i think it was 2001 the movie evolution i i recognize the title of the and movie and it's I don't remember. david duchovny and it has because what it does is it has uh and this is spoilers for 2000 why are we even <laughs> saying this now uh it's a silicon based uh invader sure. on a meteor that just infects like an entire town yeah and um it grows super fast and um because it just like eats up everything next to it and yeah. just like evolves mm-hmm. uh in super quickly right and the way they kill it is they find out that uh like so arsenic is to us and i forget i think it's selenium is would be to silicon mm-hmm. uh so they they use shampoo which mm-hmm. has selenium like head and shoulders <laughs> yeah to like just fuck up all these and it's just like a sequence of just like injecting like the mass right. of alien yeah uh with selenium and it just 
just dies like super fast. <laughs> and that's a clever version of like the non clever yeah. version of signs. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. oh, they invaded a planet. Right. Where- <laughs> Those are that's even though I did like signs because of like the human reasons. Yeah. And like uh, the like, atmosphere like the, and Yeah, like the interactions and sure. like the development of the characters. Um, and the aliens are scary looking. They, like. They're they're just real war war of the worlds dumb. <laughs> like, why are you invading a why are you fucking invading a like a planet that has the literally the thing mostly the thing <laughs> that kills you? That is just nonsense. Uh, because the yeah, in War of the Worlds, they right. get the cold. They wait. You you're. You interacted with so many humans and you're telling me you just now got the cold. And also like the cold is only transferable between humans and maybe some other apes we can give the cold right. to. So you can't give the cold to a fish. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was written a long time ago. So I we'll know, give so it the science a historical not... mulligan right. uh, based off the science. But yeah, it's real, not scientifically taught. Right. And, yeah. um, and that's I don't know. There's so and those the the monsters in the War of the Worlds, the spaceships, and stuff like that. Those are kind of cool. Like even in the Spielberg version of it, the newer one, mm-hmm. this the design of them is cool. They're yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the tripods and yeah, yeah. No, it's a cool. I mean, it's fun. Uh, but that's not. It, it is science fiction, but it's not what we're talking about because right. it doesn't have any bearing scientifically it's just right. a, a make them up a think them up mm-hmm. um just like vampires and zombies for the most part well, yeah. well actually what's the most scientifically taught zombie film i don't know i like to say something like 28 days later is pretty good because it's just a virus yeah and it just makes you go crazy right so you you're not a it's zombie like superpowers yeah. you just have a mental disorder or it's a rabid human you're basically. yeah yeah and then, and yeah, even in 28 weeks later, there are people that can be carriers that aren't, that do not exhibit the symptoms and stuff like that. Yeah. And they can spread the virus that way. And that was 28 days later is Alex Garland. That's something That's right. that he wrote. That's right. Yeah. 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 Fuck. <laughs> so this is just an Alex Garland appreciation podcast. Now. Apparently. <laughs> I don't even think that that would go there. But that it now we're here. Uh, but no, yeah, and I so I think as far as zombies are concerned, that's that's the best one. I think another monster that um, kind of deserves some credit, even though it's kind of silly, is the Tremors, the Graboids. They're they're really cool, like weird, creepy monster. They're a creepy monster, yeah. but like, so what makes them? Because they're essentially gigantic fluke worms, right? Like they're and uh, and I admire the evolutionarily, the evolutionary truth that all we are is just different configurations of ultimately just a mm-hmm. tube. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's yeah, and that's... garbage in, garbage out, <laughs> and um, so just make a thing that's very small, and we all clearly, in our own uh, evolution, came from. Yeah um yeah a that's version of that that's a concept Imagine that a big one yeah yeah and that's a concept that i think for me it has to pass this this one specific scientific um concept for a monster to be like 
for me to go, oh, okay, yeah, that's a cool monster, is that it has to have something called bilateral symmetry, mm-hmm. which basically 99% of all animals in the world uh, have it. And that means that you have basically an even amount of organs on either side, and you have a front end and a back end, and also um, a belly and a back. And that's those rules basically make up 97% or 99% of all animals in the world. Mm. There are some things that, that aren't like that, that have <clears throat> that sponges as one that they're not bilaterally sym- sym- symmetrical. And, but, they, and they're just constantly saying, kill me, <laughs> let me die. But yeah, and that's, and that's the way that um, that's just a basic biological concept that I think if, if, a, if a monster can get that right, then it kind of gets a pass from me because there's like, you could do really cool or weird concepts with monsters, but that is like, that's a biological concept. That's important to me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that nod to like evolutionary science. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and I don't know. There's, there's exceptions of course, because you have things like blobs that are obviously they're just blobs. They're just, uh, what what is the blob it's just a is it a, all a gigantic cell i i don't know or That's, is it a like is it a like pro, what's the word what prokaryote oh yeah it could be procre- prokaryotic cell i like to think of it as being like nanotechnology that got out of control like so a bunch of tiny things that form and yeah. build a lot of things so yeah, it's multicellular but ultimately amorphous and yeah. one thing and the only thing that it's doing is reproducing i mean that's it's the thing, eating though. and reproducing that's the thing though. yep that's the thing that's the shimmer that's i mean those that's the scariest stuff is just something that doesn't have an agenda it's because the predator you can understand the predator and if you're arnold schwarzenegger or danny glover you can outthink the predator mm-hmm. but you can't outthink a blob or a thing you can kind of outthink a thing, but all it's doing, all it really wants is to reproduce. They're making a new uh, Predator with Shane Black. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's good. I really hope that in the same way that the best handshake of all time comes <laughs> from Predator yeah. between Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers, uh, I hope that at one point whoever's playing the main role in uh there's an equal shot of like their hands clasping where it's just the main protagonist of the new predator movie and an actual predator like they just high five they just shake each other's hand and they're like good job because i don't even, it's just so unnecessary but it's just something i want to see yeah i want that to be in the world because you know i i, I don't ask a lot of the world but yeah. i'm asking this i do like shane <laughs> I like that the predators have culture and stuff like that. Yeah. That's something not a lot of aliens get a lot of. No. And uh, in that regard, I like think that there's some inexplicably dumb <laughs> aliens uh, in a lot of like fantasy in general. Yeah. Like, um, for example, the dumb. What, what, in your opinion, is the dumbest concept for uh, a species in Star Wars? In Star Wars? Oh, I don't know. Because there's a lot of them, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, while you're thinking, I'll I I am coming out hot with it. I already have it, which is the new film, yeah, uh, Solo, 
the when they get to that uh, that pleasure cruise line or yeah. whatever, um, that fucking head in a <laughs> the Futurama head in the, the jar. Futurama head in the jar. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is your deal? Like, are you were you resuscitated or is this like all you got going? Because you don't seem like you have any organs. You just seem like you're a head. And like, how do you procreate? How so? Like that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love when they create uh, alien species that like there's many things that we have to solve as a species right. and they just are like, no, no, it's just this. And we didn't think about like how they propagate <laughs> or, you know, like because at some point someone's thinking about Jawas fucking <laughs> <laughs> and you got to You got to rectify that. You know, you got to be like <laughs> those little Ewoks. You know, like when Wicked is like, oh, <laughs> it's like, that's, that's his lover. Yeah. That's his lover. That was his Those best little friend. little tiny fuck bears. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars is real. <laughs> Star Wars is real dumb. <laughs> it really, it doesn't take a lot of, it doesn't care about science in yeah. any way no not at all which is so stupid that in the like the prequels they like were like all right randomly apropos of nothing because we haven't explained anything in the past uh we're gonna bring science into it there's midichlorines it's little bugs in your blood <laughs> and uh why would they do that it's an in if you take that out it's entirely fantastical yeah. kind of situation uh something like annihilation or you know aliens or you know evolution they all they're, they're like uh ah, think about the science of things yeah and they do it from the get-go so yeah. you you do or you don't don't yeah. try to half-ass both the prequels were also the the entire inciting incident of those movies was a trade dispute yeah <laughs> it's also got like a new jersey fucking <laughs> car salesman yeah wato or whatever yeah wato oh, jesus Christ. he's probably the dumbest alien he that might I can be the dumbest of. alien because who wants to fuck that <laughs> <laughs> is there like female watos who are just like mm, he's a nice little piece there <laughs> and also sebulba because he has feet sebulba <laughs> Yeah, he's just feet. <laughs> he has feet and hands, but yeah. for some reason walks on his hands and not his feet. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And we're taking out uh, all robots from the conversation. Right. Because there's a bunch of horrifying robot monsters. Yeah. But, you know, like we got to take out like the Daleks and yeah. the, you know. Terminators. Yeah. Yeah. We got to take those out because those are synthetic beings. Yeah. They're not. We'll talk about those another time. Rules. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's a synthetic uh, binary organism. Sure. Uh, who knows what intelligence and sentience is really? Uh, but we'll, we'll 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 leave that for another podcast. Yeah. I guess. Is there anything else you want to add? Any no. other movies you want to shout out? I don't. I don't think so. Not right now. Because I'm still so hung up on Annihilation. <laughs> yeah. You really. You really. I mean, I love that movie too, but yeah. you were really I know pitching I it. <laughs> this. Go see it if you haven't, because not enough people saw it in the theater. Yeah, like yeah, man. Uh, thanks for bringing in this topic today. I yeah, of course. Enjoyed this chat. Yeah. Um, 
And just because every few weeks we like to do it, uh, do you want to plug yourself? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at FanboyChristian. That's Christian with no H. And, yeah, I'm here on Small Beans. I'm going to be doing this and probably a couple of the other podcasts with them. We'll see what comes up in the future. Cool, cool. Um, this has been Pop Culture Petri Dish, and this has been Episode 9. See you in a few weeks. Bye. Bye. This has been a Small Beans endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The Beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash smallbeans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the Small Beans grow into huge, giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you!